0: Today, we will be discussing The Legend of Korra, Season 2, Episode 6, titled, The Sting. Okay, so, just like yesterday's episode, this is fine. It's decent enough. It's satisfying enough. It's entertaining enough. It It does its job fairly well, like... This is one of those episodes where, on its own merits, there's nothing wrong with it by any means. But when you put it in the context of the rest of the season, when you put it in the context of everything that's come before and everything that's going to come after, it sort of highlights one of my main issues with this season as a whole. Which is that the story it tells is very unfocused, is very scattershot, cannot in any way decide what it wants to be. Like, we started the season off, first couple episodes, with a spirit world versus human world, spirit world linking to human world plotline. Which was good, which went pretty well. Then they ditched that, they grown they they grinded that to a halt for a northern Southern Civil War, which was really good, which is a, which was an excellent plot line, but still kind of felt like a huge left hand turn. And now we're ditching that. For a corporate espionage subplot? Like, I mean, if you had the, like, 20 episode orders of the original series, maybe you could get away with that. But you only got 14 episodes. Pick one. Pick one and just go with it. Hell, I'd even be okay with just picking two. But now, like, going from Spirit World plotline to Civil War plotline to Corporate Espionage plotline, all in six episodes, all in basically the first half of this season, it kind of feels like you're just going for the newest shiny thing. And it makes the season feel kind of choppy. It makes the season feel kind of half-assed. It makes it feel like they were just making shit up as they went along. And it didn't really work. But, like I said, this episode on its own merits, nothing wrong with it in particular. Uh, It creates a really good arc for Asami, where she's desperately trying to keep her company afloat. Where she's desperately trying to maintain future industries, because it's really all she has left. Of her family, with her mother dead, and her father in prison. That's an arc that persists, that persists, rather, throughout this entire season, and it definitely comes to a really phenomenal place here. Although, I think people know what I'm about to say at this point. I would, I could do without the unnecessary melodramatic elements of Mako brooding over the Korra breakup and Asami kissing Mako for no apparent reason. Just go away. Just leave. Just never mention that again. Ever. It's never good. This show's not good at that. Just stop bringing it up. Uh, but definitely the highlight of this episode, one hundred percent, is the sting operation itself. Uh, this operation that Mako and Asami go on uh, to catch the people who stole her mecha tanks and are ruining her company. Uh, they get into this sting operation with the triple th- with the with the triple threat triad. Jesus Christ, I can't talk today. They get into this whole thing with the triple threat triad, and they're just on this boat, lounging around, waiting to be attacked. The triple threats are being creepy (laughs) as all hell, and then Mako finds out that apparently they have been paid to distract them. They've been paid to sort of lead them on a wild goose chase. So, it leads into this really, really cool boat chase scene, which is freaking badass. Which is absolutely phenomenal. This boat chase is exhilarating. It is so freaking cool. And I love everything about it. Uh, Especially when Asami, like, navigates... In between those two oncoming boats. And the triads just smash into one of them. Because they can't maneuver for shit. That was badass. But of course. This leads to. All of Asami's mecha tanks being stolen. And now she's totally 100% ruined. And that sucks. (laughs) That really, really sucks. It is a very, very low moment for that particular character. But who swoops in at the last minute to save her company? Varric. And who... Did the remote detonators belong to? Varric. Which is a really, really cool plot twist. So, Mako visits Bolin on the set of NukTuk, and he sees the pyrotechnics, and you see, like, ah, oh, the remote detonator. It's a Varric Industries exclusive, it's a Varric Industries original. And then Mako goes over and Veric's bought Asami's company basically. So Varric did the bombings. Varric bombed the cultural center. Varric bombed the mecha tank ship. Vera Vera Veric the bit I'm having a stroke today. Veric stole all the mecha tanks. all to buy future industries interesting interesting cog in this proverbial machine hmm 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 It's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. Uh, I should also mention, uh, we're continuing on with the Bolin subplot of him getting all famous from the Nuk-Tuk movers. Uh, That continues to mean nothing at all, but it's really, really amusing, and I like it a lot. (laughs) It's really, really funny. (laughs) But probably the most interesting thing about this episode, plot-wise, is the ending where Cora, who we have not seen for the entire episode, wakes up on this island with these sages surrounding her. She wakes up and can't remember anything. She can't remember what attacked her. She can't remember how she got there. She can't even remember her own name, let alone the fact that she's the Avatar. She has complete amnesia. So we'll talk about where that goes tomorrow, but, uh, damn. That is an ending. (laughs) That is a really, really intriguing ending. Uh, so yeah, we'll see where that goes. We'll find out together. Well, you'll find out together if you haven't seen this. I have, and I believe I have a vague remembrance of where this goes. But you, you have to, you have to find out on your own. We're doing this tomorrow. That, that That's what, that's what this is. That, that's what I'm saying here. Like we're, we're talking about, what happens with this tomorrow? Shut up! Stop questioning my words! If you like this, <laughs> favorite the podcast, anchor.fm, slash Archive so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button. On the Anchor app, I will play those on the show from time to time, if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, tomtom4468, and support the show, patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there, or if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow we will be discussing The Legend of Korra Season 2, Episode 7. Talk to you then.